0: have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart, And close your eyes unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery. So take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go. And let your past go. And exhale out loud with a sigh. Ah. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Welcome back, my audience. Today is part three of self-abandonment. It is better to start from episode one to four Self Abandonment Part one and then one two five Self Abandonment Part two and here we are part three of self abandonment. I am introducing to you Dr. Margaret Paul's Six Steps to Inner Bonding. And when you apply these six steps, you discover how to establish new brain pathways for truly loving yourself and therefore no more self-abandoning behaviors. Before you can fully understand how to use these six steps, there are some terms you must understand. In the last episode, I touched on spiritual guidance, intent, core self, wounded self, and today I start with the term false beliefs or limiting beliefs. Our false beliefs are the lies we have learned that cause us unnecessary fear Anxiety and pain. We know a belief is false when the belief itself causes us fear, anxiety, depression, shame, or other painful wounded feelings. We then protect against all these wounded feelings caused by our false beliefs or limiting beliefs by sinking into our various addictions, our ways of controlling ourselves and others. Actually, it is our wounded self that has absorbed our false beliefs, many of which we adopted when we were very young. A false belief is a belief about ourselves, others, the world, the universe, higher power, God, that disempowers us and causes us to fear. Our false beliefs are the conclusions we drew about ourselves, others, the world, etc., as a result of our difficult childhood experiences. Now, our false, self limiting beliefs cause much of our pain and much of our behavior that causes us pain as well. For example, if you concluded falsely from your childhood experiences that you are bad, unlovable, or unattractive, unworthy, then you will generally behave as if this were true. So your resulting behavior, such as anger or withdrawal, which is geared to protect you from the rejection or engulfment that you fear, may actually result in others rejecting you, which is just what you expected. So it's sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. This brings you pain and reaffirms your false belief about being unlovable. See how that works? In addition, when we choose to protect rather than to love, it's an abandonment of your own core self and further reaffirms your belief in your unworthiness. So you end up feeling rejected by others because you are actually rejecting yourself without realizing it. So now you understand the importance of knowing your own limiting beliefs and be rid of them. All right, the last term before we continue with the six steps of inner bonding is the loving adult. The loving adult is the vehicle through which the spirit of love and compassion that we experience as universe thinks and acts. It is universe's adversary, receiving love, truth and power from spirit and then taking loving action in our highest good. Now, to be honest, many of us do not yet have a powerful, spiritually connected, loving adult who knows how to nurture and truly protect us and love others without trying to control them. Many of us do not have a loving adult who knows how to set appropriate inner boundaries against our harming ourselves with addictive behavior. Now you understand why I keep on emphasizing the importance of learning the skill of setting boundaries, both internal and external. Unfortunately, we also do not have a loving adult who knows how to set loving limits against harming or being harmed by others. This is because we may have had little or no role modeling on how to be a loving adult. So if your parents and their parents before did not know how to take loving care of themselves, they could not provide the necessary role modeling. That's why most people don't know how to take loving care of themselves in the face of others' anger, blame, or judgment. Good news, my audience. You now have the opportunity, if you so choose, To learn and practice this healing process that creates a powerful loving adult. In other words, if you do not have role models for loving behavior, do not despair. We can all learn to access our higher guidance as a role model for loving action. Why? Because until we are in the process of developing a loving adult, the wounded self is in charge of our intent Remember, there are only two circumstances under which the wounded self decides to open to learning. One is when we are in a lot of pain and realize that our protections are not working to bring us the safety, peace and joy that we want. The other is when we remember that we came here to this planet to love and evolve in our lovingness. The memory of our soul's mission is within our core self. Our spirit attempts to remind us each day of our soul's mission in the hope that we do not have to hit rock bottom to shift our intent. Those of us who learn to hear the voice of spirit may then open to learning about healthy loving. The six steps to inner bonding. Step one, willingness to feel pain and take responsibility for your feelings. Meaning, to become mindful of your feelings, decide that you want 100% responsibility for the ways in which you may be causing your own pain and for creating your own peace and joy. Step two, move into the intent to learn. To do that is to choose the intent to learn to love yourself and others. Making this choice opens your heart, allows divine love in, and moves you into your loving adult self. Step 3. Dialogue with your wounded self and core self. Make a commitment to choose to welcome, embrace, and dialogue with your wounded self, exploring your thoughts, false beliefs, limiting beliefs, and the resulting behaviors that may be causing your pain. Bring compassion to your core self feelings, explore your gifts, and what brings joy to your core self. Step four, dialogue with your higher guidance, aka spiritual guidance. Dialogue with your spiritual guidance, discovering the truth and loving action toward yourself. Of course, one way of dialoguing is to journal, and here's what Reverend Michael Backworth summary of step four, and I quote, You cannot be your authentic self without becoming intimate with your true nature, without going beyond personality, cherished beliefs, likes, and dislikes, to discover your core self, you must be willing to break the agreements you have made with mediocrity. The moment you stop running the racket of staying small to please society, family, friends, or bosses, your original face will start to come into focus, and you will know who and what you really are as an emanation of the universal one." Unquote. Now, my audience, this is profound, so I want you to savor it and think about it. Step five, take loving action. How? Well, every time you take the loving action learned from step one to step four, and whatever skills and knowledge that you have learned from this podcast, to be honest, you are basically practicing self-love by healing your wounded self. Of course, there are more details about these steps. However, I won't be able to cover them all in this podcast. It will have to be a webinar. Okay, the last step. Step six, evaluate your action. And that is to evaluate the effectiveness of your loving actions. This step is easier because every time when you know how to regulate your heightened, uncomfortable emotions... You no longer use addiction to numb your feelings. And when you realize you no longer take other people's negative comments personally, etc., you are on the right track. My dear audience, these six steps of inner bonding actually are a powerful roadmap to healing the false beliefs that may be keeping you limited in your personal life and at work. I know for a fact that some of my listeners, they had experienced inner child process with me. And that is one of the steps to dialogue with your core self. So if you want to dive deeper into these steps, please feel free to email me. Okay, so let me summarize the six steps of inner bonding. Step one. Willingness to feel pain and take responsibility for your feelings. Move into the present moment and focus within, tuning into your feelings, the physical sensations within the body. Choose to be mindful of and pay attention to all distressing feelings rather than protect against them with substance and process addictions. Make a conscious decision that you want to take responsibility for your feelings. That means to become mindful of your feelings, decide that you want 100% responsibility for the ways in which you may be causing your own pain and for creating your own peace and joy. Step two, move into the intent to learn. Invite the compassionate presence of spirit into your heart to help you learn what you may be doing or thinking that may be causing your pain or what may be happening externally that needs your attention. When you are in the intent to learn, you are a loving adult. When you are in the intent to protect and avoid, you are operating from your shame-based ego-wounded self or child-adult. So in step two, you welcome and embrace your feelings with compassion. You consciously choose the intent to learn to love yourself and others. Making this choice opens your heart, allows divine love in, and moves you into your loving adult self. Step 3. Dialogue with your wounded self and core self. Discover the thoughts, false beliefs, limiting beliefs from your wounded self that may be causing your shame, fear, and pain. Release anger and pain in appropriate ways. Learn about the past that created the false beliefs. Nurture your wounded self. Explore what may be happening with a person or event that is causing the core feelings of loneliness, heartache, heartbreak, helplessness, or grief. Explore your core self and what brings you joy. Step four, dialogue with your higher guidance. Here you ask your spiritual guidance, whatever that is for you. It can be the universe, your higher self, your higher intelligence, God, whatever speaks to you, all right? So what is the truth about the thoughts, false beliefs you may have uncovered in step three? And what is the loving behavior toward your inner child in this situation? What is in your highest good, What is kind to yourself? Open and allow the answers to come through you in words or pictures or feelings. The answers may not come immediately, but if you have a sincere desire to learn, they will come. So step four is to dialogue with your spiritual guidance, discovering the truth and loving action toward yourself. Step 5. Take loving action. Tell yourself the truth and take the loving action that came through from your guidance. In step 4, consciously move into gratitude for your guidance that is always here for you. Step 6. Evaluate your action. Check in to see if your pain, anger, and shame are getting healed. If not, go back through the steps until you discover the truth and actions that bring you peace joy and a deep sense of intrinsic worth. These steps will come alive for you as you learn and practice the inner bonding process. So to heal self-abandoning wounds. All right, that's a wrap. So thank you for listening, my audience. And until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to not to self-abandon by practicing these six steps. Bye for now. You can find this podcast to be honest on Apple Podcast, Spotify and my website www.drbarbarakiao.com dr b a r b dot o.com